Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. The driver's seat. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. And welcome to another big edition of the driver's seat. It is race week and all eyes will be on Phillip Island this weekend with the second round of the Turtle Wax Trans Am Australia Series and a bunch of other Speed Series categories. I can tell you right now, fellas, the old stand sport will be definitely getting a workout. Oh, we're absolutely the same, I think. I mean, one of us is going to be there uh, with with one son and one of us is going to be watching with, with great interest with one's, on wife. The, with one's wife and one son. <laughs> is, and Miss, one son. Is, Mrs., is Mrs. Johnson going down? She is. Oh, that'll be nice. Yes. What about little Lacey, Jay? Is she uh, going down? Lacey's not going to Phillip Island, but yep. she will be coming down to Bathurst, which will be yeah. the, the Easter round, which nice will be one. great. Nice one. So we'll be watching with interest. Now, there is going to be another bit of driver's seat representation at Phillip Island this weekend. And he's our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, Chet Johnson. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> I should I should give you a proper intro there, Jet. For uh, I should say the yeah. 2021 TA2 Northern Series champion, Jet Johnson. So, uh, welcome back, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Going good. Getting ready for the weekend, JJ. Getting ready to go down to yeah. Phillip Island. You've obviously done Tasmania, which you did you did quite well at, and then you've gone on to do that was in Trans Am. You've gone to do TA2 at Eastern Creek. This is back to National Trans Am again. Uh, mate, quick circuit. Like this will get your eyes opened right up. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's for me. It's a bucket list track. You know, just the layout of the track, how fast it is, the quality of racing there. You know, it's going to be a really big learning curve. It's a pretty, um, pretty unforgiving track. If you end up having an off, so you know, I'm going to have to keep it on yeah, the black stuff all weekend. You're not going to have it off. I'll try not No, no, no. You're not going to have it off. Righto, BMX dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm really excited going into the weekend. Mate, I know you've obviously done, you know, you've been on the simulator doing a lot of stuff at Phillip Island. Um, you've raced there on the sim before. You've never been there. Um, you know, I've spoken to you, I've given you, you know, obviously going to Tasmania, to Simmons Plains and then to Sydney Motorsport Park, um, given you as much advice as I can. Um, how does, how do you feel you, obviously Sydney Motorsport Park, you went great. You finished yeah. second behind Nash Morris there. And, uh, um, it was a track that you probably didn't really do much simulator work on. So does that, does that give you a little bit more confidence going into Phillip Island that you You've been there, done the prep. albeit in the virtual world? Look, yes and no. Um, you know, I think the thing about uh, TA2 is it's not quite as competitive as the Trans Am series. Um, so I think it's still going to be quite hard 
racing in the Trans Am series at Phillip Island, I'm still going to have to be on my game. But I think knowing the uh, knowing the track layout, knowing where roughly where the breaking points are, things like that will get me sort of a step ahead of the whole learning phase of the track. Actually, I wanted to talk to you about that because you are doing TA2 and Trans Am. And just for the people to understand, they are exactly the same cars. But as Jet just mentioned, one is probably a, a higher level, and that's Trans Am, National Trans Am, than necessarily the, the, the TA2. When you, you are the Northern... What do you mean higher level? What do you mean well, just... Uh, well, it, more competitive, all, all a bit the more people, cutthroat. Yeah, cutthroat. But that's what I wanted to ask you, Jet, yeah. because you're the Northern TA2 champion, um, so one Queensland, all that kind of stuff. Going into Tassie, what did you find? Like when you, because we haven't spoken to you since then, did you get out of the first? What did you think coming out of the first few practice sessions and even the first few races? Oh, look, I think compared to um, compared to what I've done at QR and the TA two, it sort of it half prepared me, half didn't. Um, you know, I think the first year that I did with uh, TA two, it sort of I guess didn't show my ability as much you know we're at the same track um pulling the same laps you know day in day out you know it's just one of those things where it was i get to half learn the car but going into you know somewhere like tasmania where the racing was a lot harder and a track i don't know it was a much steeper learning curve and the racing itself was a lot harder like ta2 was it was good racing, but there was no real door-to-door racing. It was sort of you make a pass and then you move on. Whereas when we were in Tasmania, it was a lot more defending, a lot more on the offensive side, and you got to think a lot more on your feet when you're racing those sort of people. And do you think that when you come to a place like Phillip Island, where, as you rightly say, the consequences of having an off here are, are pretty serious... What's the mindset going in now that you've tasted national level Trans Am and you, the, most of the, the same people that were there in Tassie are going to be there again at Phillip Island? What is your, does your mindset change knowing that this is a much faster place with possibly bigger consequences if you go off or do you just pull the lid down and eyes forward and off you go? I guess the sort of mindset I'm going to be in for the weekend is going to be the same as in Tasmania. You know, it's going to be, I guess, almost a survival if you, you know, if you call it that. Just trying to keep it, you know, keep it off the fences, keep it out of other people, keep it out of the shunts, and you know, just try and make your way forward mainly by staying out of all the accidents. And how's the reaction been to you competing at national level? Was there, I know, and it's hard. I'm asking all the questions here because I guess you've talked about all this with dad in the car and done all that <laughs> kind of stuff. But yeah. what, how, how was the reaction down there? I mean, you know, there, there is a lot of media around you. You have been thrust in there because of the name that you, that you carry. Um, how, was the, how was the reception down at Tassie, did, were people really welcoming, both from a from a fellow competitor point of view and from a fan point of view? Yeah, look, I went around and did have a chat with a few people from you know, a few other competitors from the Trans Am series, but um, that side of things, we mainly just, I guess, kept to ourselves, kept working amongst each other to try and, I guess, get me as far up as we could. The fan side of things, that was fine. Um, there were... You know, fans came up over the weekend, which was good. Um, yeah. A lot of it was actually fairly quiet, which I was surprised about. 
in Tasmania. Uh, I'm not sure what it's going to be like in uh, Phillip Island. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess that's something we'll find out when we get there. Mate, something else that you have to find out when you get there is like every, pretty much every one of these tracks this round, except except for SR, QR, obviously, when you go back there in August, everything is a completely brand new track for you, man. And up next, you've got Bathurst, one of the toughest tracks in the world. And sadly for you, it's also a track that, you know, your family has done some incredibly great things at. So even more spotlight's going to be on there. Does that put any intimidation on you? And to top it all off, too, it's also the six hour. So talk about pressure. <laughs> yeah, look, it, um, I guess I'm quite nervous going into Bathurst, not so much the actual racing other people's side of things, just more, you know, you've got to be 100% every time you turn in for a corner. You've got to be 100% confident in the car and yourself and, you know, any really small thing that's not quite right you know can lead to a massive issue on the way out of the corner when you're surrounded by concrete walls oh thank you and no better person to explain that than to matthew mckeldon well you know you know exactly what those consequences are because you're currently fixing my car so <laughs> but, yeah. but you are dead right what, and you did a good job there <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. When he does stuff, when he, when he wants to do stuff properly, he does it properly. Absolutely. Let me tell you. But but you're right, and everybody does know and and have heard a lot of people talk about it. One small mistake at Bathurst has massive consequences. Can have massive consequences. Um, and I'm not saying it always happens because there's some very lucky people there that get away with stuff. Yep. yep. But uh, others that don't. And um, you know. It's a place that I think the best way to describe it is respect. You've got to go there and have a massive respect mm. for what the place is, no matter how Absolutely. old you are and no matter how... How many laps you've done How many that. laps you've done around. Yeah. I mean, it, Jet's going... Most people go to Bathurst and either, you know, maybe yep. drive it in a road car. Actually, Jet has been around Bathurst on a scooter, so uh, <laughs> on a push scooter. So, I fell off too, um, Oh, yeah, that, that yeah, bodes he well. <laughs> had his first shunt, um, but yeah. I think you know, for him to, you know, going to Bathurst for the first competitive race for him in a Trans Am car, you know, it's pretty full on. I mean, most That's people go on. there in a production car oh, yeah. or yep. something. Yeah, so like I did that. I, I you know, built up to it in a production car and then mm. went to Trans Am car, and clearly that was my ceiling of yep. talent because and, I whacked it. And, you know, you know, Nash Morris did a similar thing in regarding he, he went there mm. in uh, a Super 3 car and, you know, I think, but he did drive there before that. But still, yep. you know, he went there on the proviso that he was literally just going to drive around, not worry about lap times, get experience, understand the track, learn as much as he can over the weekend. Because as I said yep. to Jet down at uh, Tasmania, Mate, you do not learn anything at this track or at any track by sitting in the sand trap, sitting in the wall, or sitting in the pits with the damaged car. Yep, You've absolutely. got to do every lap that you possibly can and yep. uh, finish the weekend. And that, you know, that's that's the mindset that you know I want to portray to him. What he needs to do. There's no pressure on him to do anything in regard to finishing yep. the top ten, finishing the top fifteen. I don't. We, none of us care. Just finish. Just finish. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you finish. Yeah, exactly. At last, but. You know, well, yeah, I do, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but he won't. we know he won't. But the thing is too that you know we 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 may have some news next week that we can uh, 
di- diverge on the show. Some scoop news with Jet Johnson over Easter. He may be doing double yeah. duties at uh, at Bathurst, but we'll, you guys will have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. You can tell me, and I'll put it in the burst and up track, uh, <laughs> off track update. That'd be good. Yeah, um, Jet, will it be emotional for you, mate? I mean, you know, there's. I, I'm 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 hesitant to put any pressure on you, but you are third generation Johnson. You carry a big responsibility to a degree. Um, is it going to be emotional to to get there? Do you reckon? Yeah, hundred percent. It will be. Look, after everything I've watched with, obviously with the supercars, everything I've watched with all the laps that Dad and Granddad have done, it's you know it's definitely going to be something that's real special to me. It's going to be. Those first few laps are going to be a few emotional laps, but you know after that it's going to be visor down and just focus on what we've got to do, which is just make improvements over the weekend. One last one before we let you go, Jet, because you've been bloody generous with the time, mate. Thank you for that. Big, big, oh, good. <laughs> big question. He's 16, mate. What else is he going to be oh, doing? I don't 17. Know. What else is he going to be doing? Could be... Working on his first car. I was just, you know, I was just to get about some speed yep. into it. <laughs> I was just about to ask that because obviously the big amount of conjecture. And we had a lot of people on the show last week uh, when your old man went and dropped that uh, that we've got a Johnson in a Holden. Uh, how is the uh, how is the first car covered along, mate? Have you uh, have you put neons in it or got any rims? What's going on? <laughs> Stereo? No, it's staying. It's all I've done to it is put new tyres on it, and that's because they were the original ones from the factory, and I had no tread left on them. But no, that thing's staying completely stock, and I'll hopefully have, I guess, my other car, which was a Ute that we have, which is a BT50 Mazda. Uh, that was, I guess, technically my first car, but we've um, been a little bit slack with it and haven't quite gotten it ready. It's still at home in pieces at the moment, <laughs> but we'll hopefully get that together soon so I can get out of a Holden finally. <laughs> well, well, the thing is that, uh, as Grandpa put it well, you know, you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you have started at the bottom in a Holden Barina, mate. Let me give you but, the tip. As we, you as we, tip. But as we all said off air, it gets him around. You know, oh, better true. catch not, a bus. He's yeah. not going to. He's not going to yeah. get and it's cheap. He's not going to get it. You know, everyone thinks that we're. You know, he's going to get Rangers and Raptors and all this. Mustangs. Sort of, no, there's no way, mate. My, my, although yes, I did have a Suzuki Vitara, and yes, I rolled it within three days of owning it, <laughs> and it wasn't my fault, mind you. Of course but, not. Of course not. But my next car after that was an XE Falcon, and it was just a $4,000 car that Grandpa, or your Grandpa Jet, my dad, bought me. Um, and um, it was perfect. I had that because I wanted to go racing. And, um, you know, the same thing with Jet. So making him work on his first car, we, we're building a new engine for the BT50 because we bought it with a with a wrecked motor. And, um, you know, something for him to learn while he's doing his apprenticeship as well. So it's sort of got a bit of... Yep positivity on both sides it's going to be a cool car when it's done and he's learning a hell of a lot working on it as well have any of you have any of your mates asked you to come around and pick them up yet jet in the uh in the barina or has the phone been suspiciously no, um, quiet <laughs> no look i think they're all a bit scared of the barina to be honest it's um <laughs> yeah it's got a fair bit of power there Especially now that it's got a brand new set of wheels on it, uh, tires on it. It's going to have so much grip. grip. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, some new boots, and this is a fantastic uh, magnet for the. <laughs> you know the funny thing is, what a magnet. The when, old, we, uh, when we picked it up, we picked it up from a friend of ours up uh, just uh, 
short of Warwick, which is sort of Toowoomba way, a couple of hours away from our, our home. So Jet's driving it back down the range. And it's got, because it was an old grandma that had this car for years and years. So you got your two side mirrors. And you know on some of these cars, you can buy the little the little round mirror that gives you the wider angle, Maddie. that you gives you the like the oh, wider like when, view. Yeah, like, like when like you're towing a, a caravan. Tick for yeah, like blind in their supercars. Like the little yeah. blind spot stick yeah. on and it oh, sticks yeah, on I'm, to I'm the actual you. mirror. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So I get down to the bottom of the range to uh, for the shell and to fill fill the car up with fuel. And Jet goes, I was coming down the range and the little blind spot stick on thing started to fall off. So I put my hand out the window and grabbed it. And uh, he goes, we're going to need to stick that back on, Dad. And I'm like, oh, it's falling apart already. He's going fast. Either that or you're going too fast, mate. That's And you know what the best part is? It's still sitting in the door pocket waiting to be either glued or stuck back on. (laughs) Well... Chet, you've been, uh, it's been good to chat, mate. And we're going to leave you with this little jingle, mate. Have you, have you, have you, have you driven a Ford? Driven a Ford? Let me... Uh, no is the resounding answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go well this weekend, Jet. We'll uh, chat to you next week. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Jet was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. We're off and running on the driver's seat for another week. We'll go through the news heading into PI next. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.